If you're not the best dancer, if you're not even a dancer, you can still have these noteworthy best of experiences related to Ukrainian dance and culture or life in general. You just have to realize the beauty in learning, sharing, and experiencing what life has to offer. Our moms have a mutual cousin, Carol. Our babas have a mutual friend, Pearl. And we have a mutual love, Ukrainian dance and culture. I'm Hannah. I'm Caitlin. And this is C, the Ukrainian Dance and Culture Podcast. It's our second episode of C. To be honest, I'm surprised we made it this far. <laughs> After one episode. <laughs> yeah, Same. because we're creatives and we just like think of something Start and move on and give so up on fast. Mm-hmm. And so today we're going to give a bit of an overview of our experiences training with one of Ukraine's top folk dance ensembles. Although we should probably mention why we were even there in the first place. So from September 2017 to June 2018, we took part in the Our Year in Ukraine Cultural Immersion Program. What a mouthful. It is, but we got it. And this was offered by Cobblestone Freeway Tours, a Canadian tour company. There were seven of us who started off in the program and then five stayed throughout the year just because a couple didn't do it because of injuries, life and such. And so we trained in five different cities for two months at a time. We started in Kiev, then went to Lviv, Chernivtsi, Lutsk, and Poltava. In Kiev, we trained with Virsky Studio Dancers. So these dancers are in a two-year program that prepare them to audition eventually for the Virsky Company. Uh, for the dancers of the P. Virsky Ukrainian National Folk Dance Ensemble, it is their job. And although they get paid to do it, many of them also have jobs outside of Virsky to support themselves and their families. Really, in general, many Ukrainians we met had more than one job, especially since we were mostly surrounded by dancers. As you might know that in Ukrainian dance, the style varies between groups. Maybe one group does a spin this way, but another does it another way. Or one group does this one thing with their arms, while another group does something else. Virsky is its completely own style of dance in itself, though of course it is rooted in Ukrainian folk dance. So Pavlo Virsky and Mikola Bolotov founded the ensemble in 1937, and today Miroslav Vantuch is the director. And if you're interested in more, you can always read the company's history on its website. So Virsky is the group that, I think at least in our experiences, any Canadian who has heard the term Ukrainian dance may know of. Though the same can't be said for Ukrainians. A couple of the girls in the studio that we became friends with actually told us when they've told people that they want to dance with Vietsky Company, and those people had no idea what they were talking about. Which to me is shocking, because this is Ukraine's national ensemble. It's like if Canadians didn't know about... Hockey? Yeah. Yeah? The Canadian Olympic team? I don't know. Yeah. Something national. Okay. Though Virsky is known as the National Ukrainian Folk Dance Ensemble, the dancers train in multiple styles, including classical ballet and character. Ukrainian dance itself is so varied, there are different styles of dance associated with different regions of the country, so it makes sense to learn different styles. Plus, learning multiple styles just makes you a better dancer. The studio dancers we trained with were still in high school or university. When we were there, the youngest was about 15 and the oldest was 24. Though lots of the dancers were from Kyiv, some moved to the city specifically to join the studio in the hopes of making it into the company one day. And I just want to mention that some of the dancers we trained with 
are in the company today. Clearly, thanks to us. <laughs> not, not sure about that, though I guess we did probably make them look better. Uh, the level of dance in the studio is very, very high, which is funny since this was our first stop during our year. Though each ensemble we trained with was different, by the end of the year we could more easily pick up the style of the group just because we were dancing so often, plus we were in pretty great shape. And I think that's something to mention. The level of dance is so incredibly high because these dancers have been training all their lives for this. Some of them grew up in the Virsky Dance School, so early in their dance careers they were introduced to not only quality instruction, but also to the Virsky style. Sometimes I joke that the dancers were literally bred for the company. <laughs> mm-hmm. But others uh, who were from outside of Kiev also took additional dance classes other than just Ukrainian. So maybe ballet, character, contemporary, or they studied in university and so on. But dance was always a part of their everyday life for years. So getting into this mindset of dance is my life was also an adjustment for us. In Canada, I had dance rehearsal three to six hours a week. And then of course, practiced it on my own time and just well thought about dance every day. But I didn't grow up taking seven styles of dance from age three or anything like that. And I did it purely for recreation. I started Ukrainian dance when I was five and took a couple years of ballet in high school and also a year of lyrical, but that was it. I'm just an okay dancer. I know I'm not the best. And wow, was that ever rubbed in while we were in Kyiv. Yeah, and for me, I actually never danced ever in my entire life. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. It actually had been a year since I danced with an ensemble before I went to Ukraine. I was teaching a few times during the week and did a little bit of dance on my own time uh, after instructing. But even then, and like you, I think, I wasn't dancing minimum 18 hours a week, which is what we did in Kyiv. So how did we fill those hours in Ukraine? From Monday through Saturday, we had an hour and 15 minutes of ballet. The ladies had their own ballet class, and then the guys had their own, and we'd alternate start times. Virsky dancers train under the Vaganova style of ballet. I, along with the other year-long dancers, hadn't really danced this style before, but we slowly got the hang of it. But of course, every time we started to feel a slight bit of confidence in our knowledge of an exercise, the ballet master changed it to make it harder. Um, In the ballet class, we started off with bar exercises, then went on to center work, including port-a-bras, pirouettes, and sautés, or jumps. Uh, There were 22 girls in the studio that we trained with, and they split themselves up into two groups to do the center work. And all of us Canadians basically just stood at the back and repeated the exercises with them every time if our feet could stand it and also if we could mentally stand it. And then on Saturdays, the real fun happened. Instead of doing center work in our ballet class, the instructor would lead us in a stretch. And boy, did we stretch. (laughs) We started with standing hamstring stretches, which were manageable enough. But then next thing you knew, we were holding splits for minutes at a time, just dreading getting out of the position because we knew there was no way to do it gracefully. The studio dancers and also other dancers we trained with throughout the year seemed to stretch a bit differently than we do in Canada, in my experience. Some of the stretches the the studio dancers did seemed pretty hard on the joints, but also that might just be because they were new stretches to my body, but I still tried. And though I I, I just didn't want to overdo it though, and I tried not to compare myself too much to the studio dancers who had been doing these stretches all of their lives, and they could probably do over splits in their sleep. Yeah, I think they probably get flexible by doing splits (laughs) in their sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then after ballet, depending on the day, we'd have a character, technique, or choreography class. Also, in each of our classes, we had live music. 
Uh, for ballet, there was a pianist, and for character technique and choreography, there were one or sometimes two accordionists. Having live music is and was so amazing, and I admire and respect the musicians for their talent and their patience. Uh, the instructor might have asked them to slow down, to speed up, to stop, to start, to play again, and the musicians did it perfectly without missing a beat. Um, or rolling their eyes. <laughs> so back to the classes. We had choreography class on Tuesdays and Thursdays for an hour and a half, and on Saturdays for about 45 minutes. And they were led by Sethi Anatolievich and Helena Miroslavievna, the daughter of Miroslav Vantuch. The studio dancers learned Virsky company repertoire, and the semester we were there, they were learning Virsky's gypsy dance. Um, when we started learning the dance, girls and guys had separate classes since there are so many combinations to work on individually. Uh, but when we knew the steps a bit better, we also had joint classes. And just a note about how the classes were run. In my experience, when working on a dance in Canada, we'll run through it and then break it down to clean it, making sure everyone looks the same. And then we'll run it fully again after. But it was not the same with the Virsky studio. We would run through the whole thing maybe once during the one and a half hour rehearsal. We usually started from the beginning and every few counts, one of the instructors would yell stop and then would give corrections. And I guess it does make sure everyone is doing the same steps, but to us, it didn't really seem to build stamina. But I mean, we are talking about Birsky here and they're clearly doing something right. So I guess it works. It's just neat to see the differences between ensembles. It really is cool to get that inside look, especially when it's an ensemble that you've always looked up to and spent hours watching videos of. We, of course, just had a glimpse since we were there for two months, but we could still get a pretty good feel for each ensemble even in that time. Okay, back to choreo class, though. It was pretty memorable right from the start. Helena told us uh, we would have to make sure we know various spots in the dance in case anyone was absent, and then we'd have to step in. I thought we'd never actually have to step in since there are other studio dancers that weren't cast in it, but sure enough, one day she called us to fill in. Each of us took the chance to jump in, and gosh, was it terrifying. I, I knew the steps okay, but of course being put in a dance is different than doing it at the back because of traveling steps, partner work, and everything else. Uh, but the dancers were helpful, and since they stop every few counts for corrections, I think most of us were able to keep up. Rehearsal was mentally exhausting enough as it was, uh, but being in the dance while people are speaking Russian and giving corrections and moving quickly all around you, well, that's a whole other level of mental exhaustion. And then there's this whole other layer to dance. You can't just know the choreography, you have to dance the choreography. And if you can imagine gypsy dances, especially Virsky's, then perhaps you can imagine the style and character the dancers have to bring into the piece. I remember when I was filling in a particular spot and I knew that the girl I was filling in for was at the front and center for, for what I like to call the shimmy triangle. Um, and in this section of the dance, the girls arrange themselves in a triangle at the back and when it's their turn, they run forward with power and have approximately 16 counts of shimmying their shoulders before they scatter. So as we're going through the dance, we get to the part where the girls line up at the back and some of the studio dancers kind of nudged me into that front and center spot, even though I totally knew that's where I had to go. And in that moment, I knew I could either do it full out and maybe feel silly but push my boundaries, or I could be shy and reserved and just sort of do it. Good enough to get by. But 
I went for it. I'll never forget the look on the instructor's face when she saw me just give her. She raised her eyebrows and smirked in the nepohan or not bad kind of fashion. At the end of the class, she said something like, Hannah has only done the dance once in her life, and she already understands the gypsy character better than you girls. The point is, I got out of my comfort zone, but it was worth it. And at times, I like to be optimistic and think we Canadians even blended in. Besides our back bends, the studio girls are parallel to the floor, and the only time my back is parallel to the floor is when I'm lying on it. But I was starstruck and inspired every day going to rehearsal, seeing company dancers and future company dancers, and dancing a company dance alongside people who will have careers with the company only amplified that feeling. It's still hard to believe we trained with Fuski Studio. Agreed. And have you been shibbying ever since? Yes, every day to work, Mm -hmm. down the hallways. Make your friends get in triangle behind you. Yes. Assemble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so besides choreography, another class we sometimes had was technique on Wednesdays and Saturdays for about 45 minutes. Also, I just want to say that I'm so glad I wrote this in my journal and on my blog while we were in Ukraine because I would have... I would not remember any of these details, like, about class times. Anyways, I'm just very thankful. So just start taking notes of your lives, everyone. Seriously, I read my journal entry about Virsky and wrote at the very end of my first entry, I can't believe I get to walk by the famous Virsky statue and have my own cubby in a Virsky change room for a whole two months. I think it's the little things, because it's still crazy to think. Isn't it, though? Okay, so in the technique class... Girls and boys had separate classes. For the girls, we started with turns across the floor. And everyone smiled so, so big. I just loved it. And then the instructor gave corrections to each and every one of us, not only while we were spinning, but also afterward, before we tried it again on the other side. The accordionists seemed to know the speed to which each girl could turn. In general, it went from slow to fast spinners, and then us. The super fast ones, just kidding, the super <laughs> slow ones. But because of the live music, we could all dance to the music since the musicians changed the tempo rather than having to dance through the music like if we were dancing to a recording. Yeah, the live music is so great because the instructor doesn't have to run around to start and stop the music. And one more thing about spinning in that class. And prepare to feel good about yourself, surprisingly. <laughs> um, if you're a dancer or you've seen a dance rehearsal... You may know that in general, dancers are weak at turning to the left. Well, believe it or not, so are some of the Virsky Studio dancers. The first time we saw them spin to the left, it was kind of comforting. It reminded us that even Virsky dancers aren't perfect, though they're just about perfect and everyone has something to work on. Actually, that reminds me of this one time that we were going across the floor doing a combination with four chenets and two balances. And the studio dancers just weren't getting it, but we were. So after, when the instructor was giving corrections, instead of going one by one like he usually did, he gave a general correction, or more of a general comment, to all of the studio dancers. Even the Canadians can do it, he said. And you know what? We are going to take and celebrate that backhanded compliment for the rest of our lives. Actually, I put that achievement on my resume. Has it helped you yeah, get your jobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, I think that comment came full circle because when we were being close to finished our time at Virsky and we did that exact same combo, the same instructor said something like, 
you did this combo better when you first started here. And I think he was referring to the fact that we, I guess, acquired some of the studio dancers' style and habits that he wasn't fond of, clearly. Yeah, we never really knew if instructors were complimenting us or insulting the studio dancers. We'll take what we can get. (laughs) Okay, so then after across the floors and a couple turns in circles, we would do stationary turns. One of the toughest things for us to master was the Virsky style of Obertas, the classic Ukrainian turn, since it's different than how some ensembles in Canada do it, or just different than what we learned growing up, I guess. Uh, For those familiar with the step, rather than putting your leg to the front first before bringing it to the side, Virsky dancers put it straight out and high to the side, and then they close their foot in front of their leg rather than behind when they bring their foot to the ground. Does that make sense? Maybe? Hopefully? I don't know. Watch a video of them doing it in slow-mo. By the end, we started to get the hang of it. And then, for the guys, technique class was basically a big Canadian-style kolomeka, minus the Hutzel Tower. They told the accordionist what tempo they needed, and off they went to the center working on their solo. Most of the time, the guys would just be ready in a certain area of the studio, and then at the end of a previous solo, they would all shoot their hands up in excitement, hoping the instructor would point to them and give them permission to be the next practicing soloist. At least that was how it was when we watched, but I'm sure it varies from time to time. All right, so now on to the character class, which I think we saved the best for last. Our character class was like nothing I had ever done before. Yes, I had done character bar in Canada, character as in it resembles traditional folk dance, but I've done Ukrainian character bar. But with the Virsky dancers, we did many styles like Russian and Spanish. We could tell the studio dancers really liked the class and the instructor, Valeri Alexandrovich, who was the ballet master for Veryovka, a group that also practices in the same building as Virsky, and a group that we had the chance to see live, in the, and they were amazing, obviously. Um, in the Virsky studio character class, the dancers once again had huge smiles on their faces. Yes, they were expected to because it's character class, um, but some of them really got into it and you could tell it was genuine and they were totally enjoying themselves. So in the class, we started with bar and the instructor would add on to the exercise every couple of weeks. All 40 or so studio dancers had class together and though it's a big studio, they still needed to set up some extra bars in the middle of the floor. My favorite part of the class and part of the reason I just love the class so much was when the instructor showed the exercises because he's just He's an amazing dancer and an amazing instructor too. Before teaching any exercise, the instructor would show and perform it fully. And when he completed it, the studio would erupt in applause for him and so rightfully deserved. I remember the first time when he showed us an exercise, I think it was a Spanish stamping combination. Spanish stamping. Spanish stamping combination. I thought I'm never going to get that. But then he'd break it down into shorter sequences, first showing the move on the left and then on the right and then the arms if he thought you were ready for it. And then next thing you knew, you were doing it all together. He was just so motivating. He made us feel like we could do anything. (laughs) Then after bar, we went to the center where we mainly focused on Spanish dancing. Um, Lots of it was partner work, but the boys and the girls danced separately until they knew the exercises well enough to dance together. For the Spanish exercises, we started with rolling our wrists while going through different arm and even finger movements, and it seemed to be a go-to thing for the instructor to have us work on. He would have us put our hands in first position. For those who don't know, first position looks like 
you're holding an invisible beach ball in front of your belly button. And then we would roll our wrists out, first pinkies bending and facing outwards, then ring fingers, then middle fingers, then pointers. And then we would reverse and roll inward with our pointers leading the way. We'd even catch ourselves doing it randomly while walking on the streets in Kiev. It's like the fidget spinner of character class. And you know, sometimes when instructors put words or kind of a, uh, make a jingle to help remember movements, for this movement, the instructor said, Medleno, medleno, miako, miako, which means slowly, slowly, softly, softly. He also said many other things in Russian that we did not understand, but hey, we picked up on those words, maybe because they're similar to Ukrainian, I don't know. Oh yeah, and that's something to mention. In our experience, the dancers and instructors spoke Russian while at rehearsal, though some did know English and they knew Ukrainian and would help us learn Ukrainian while we stretched before practice, and in return, we helped them with their English homework. (laughs) I think they helped us more than we helped them. Yeah, probably, (laughs) in life in general. Uh, Just back to the wrist rolling for one second. We would do this, rolling our wrists in and out, slowly, slowly, softly, softly, for minutes at a time. It was kind of like meditation since you focus so hard on those simple movements. Plus, the instructor seemed to get us to do it after a a difficult step that might have been frustrating and then it got us to regroup our brains. So again, the wrist rolls did feel like meditation since it calmed us down. And surprise! Now we'll lead you through a wrist rolling meditation. (laughs) Just kidding, that's next month. (laughs) But yes, I did really like the calming aspect of it. The instructor just really seemed to understand the students, including us. Even though he didn't speak much English and we didn't speak much Ukrainian or Russian, he made us feel like we were part of the group. I remember one class, and fairly early on, when he asked us year-long program participants to dance at the front. But how were we supposed to follow along if no one was doing the steps in front of us? Well, we managed, of course. Um, We maybe didn't do it the best, but we did it good enough. But also, being the best never mattered to us, and it still doesn't. Exactly, but really, what even is the best? Is it about ability, passion? Is it about making mistakes and learning from them and acknowledging you made mistakes and learned from them? Is it about standing in a studio with people you admire, people who are past and future honored artists of Ukraine, and feeling their support when they look at you and give you a wink or a smile? The best is what you make of it. If you're not the best dancer, if you're not even a dancer, you can still have these noteworthy best of experiences related to Ukrainian dance and culture, or life in general. You just have to realize the beauty in learning, sharing, and experiencing what life has to offer. Absolutely not. Oh my gosh, Caitlin, you're making me emotional. (laughs) Okay, so that basically sums up our experience training with Virsky Studio Dancers. And I think that's all we're going to talk about today. We kind of thought we'd get to more of the ensembles in this episode, but when we get going on a topic, I think we just get going, apparently. Uh, So in the next episode, maybe you'll hear something more about Ukrainian dance. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to our second episode of C. If you haven't yet, you can listen to our first episode when we talk about our love for our character shoes and how they... And we changed during our year in Ukraine. And no, the episode isn't just about Hannah's smelly shoes. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but believe me, all of our shoes got pretty smelly. Yeah. 
Anyways, in the episode, you'll hear an overview of where we trained, and then these upcoming episodes are where you'll get a closer look into each ensemble. If you have any questions about our experience training with folk groups in Ukraine, if you have your own meditation of wrist rolling that you'd like to share with us, yeah, or if you just want to get in touch, email us, find us on Instagram and Facebook, send us a pigeon. Whatever works for you, we want it. Just Just live live off.